Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. everybody welcome to another episode of wonder soul this is our dragon ball z movie review mini series known as wonder soul z thank you guys for supporting this mini series and supporting wonder soul big shout out to all of our patreon supporters and if you're subscribing to wonder soul on twitch also shout out to you anyways we have been going through the dragon ball z movies and this is actually film number 12 out of the Dragon Ball Z series. Uh, I think after this particular movie, we move into other territory like Dragon Ball. Um, I'm not sure if GT had any films, so I'm going to have to double check on that. And we know that there's like three films from Super, and we will talk about those. So, anyways, we are talking about Fusion Reborn. Now, I'm going to go ahead and mention this. Out of all of the films that we've talked about, there are a few that I just don't really remember. I think I've seen them, or, or I've seen bits and pieces of them, enough to know. Um, now, with this film, I, I, I've seen images, I know about certain characters, but I've never, ever sat down and watched Fusion Reborn. And Fusion Reborn is the movie we are talking about, the Dragon Ball Z film that came out on March 4th, 1995. Uh, just a little under an hour. So yet again, we're getting these, um, these films that are basically like big fluffed up action packed episodes, uh, from the anime. And even though that's, uh, true, I think it doesn't take away from this, uh, this particular movie, uh, being the 12th one. There were certain tropes and certain aspects of all of the films, even the ones we haven't talked about yet, uh, that we'll see that we've already in some ways have discussed because they kind of reuse certain, um, you know, sequence of events and certain things that the characters do. Uh, they end up doing again and again. Um, but this one just stands out. Now, Future Reborn amongst fans, uh, now you guys can let me know how you feel. And if you've seen the movie, tell me what you thought about it. But generally, a lot of people seem to favor Fusion Reborn. And now I'm really starting to understand why. Now, that's not to say that this is a perfect film. This is not to say that this is one of the best or the best Dragon Ball Z films, um, but I can see and agree with the gripes that people have with the film, but I also cannot deny how awesome this movie is. Now, with that all being said, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of just run through the summary of the movie, what happens, we'll talk about certain things, then I'll kind of round out with my opinion. Um, but before we can do that, I'd like to be, even though these movies are not canon, uh, which is a, which it's a shame to a lot of, uh, characters 
and a lot of the events that we we see take place you kind of wish that those take place in the actual series um but each film kind of and kind of doesn't actually matter (laughs) because even though we're about to go over where this movie takes place within like the timeline of the characters like what were these characters doing how old are they where are they at it doesn't really matter because this one i think out of all the films has been generally uh pointed out to be taking place in an uh like a different reality a different dimension but one thing is for sure though this movie does take place in and around the majin buu saga um you can just tell by certain things like we get super saiyan 3 goku which is super dope and i absolutely for some reason enjoy how cocky and serious super saiyan 3 goku gets because we don't ever get a super saiyan 3 vegeta which i'm always a little butthurt about that because i think that would just be a raw really cool uh transformation for that character um but we do get that we get fusion obviously we get not only just because this is still i think the first fusion between goku and vegeta supposedly at least in this story even though in the boo saga we do get vegeto and we get that fusion and and this i think takes place before trunks and goten know how to turn into gotenks but in this movie they just know how to fuse i mean the movie's called fusion reborn uh so we get a lot of fusion in this film ah well I don't want to give your hopes up. It's more for the climax. But uh, so a lot of people say that this movie takes place around episode 253 in Dragon Ball Z. Um, And there's certain little things that you can, you know, point out and see like, oh, okay, that's that's why. And I'm not really going to try to bore you with those certain details because, I mean, like I said, even though we can try to put this in a timeline placement, it's it doesn't really matter because it it didn't really take place right but just to help you build context over where these characters are at so think the majin buu saga um and we get different things like dragon ball z uh buu's fury that shows certain characters like janimba and uh he's in that game uh dragon ball xenoverse 2 uh reveals that the events of this film take place in a different timeline from the main one but that Janimba, he does exist in the main timeline, the one that we know happens, um, but he lives in hell. So they, they kind of bounced around. Now, that's what they've done even with Super, because now after seeing this, um, one of the big uh, transformations and fusions is Goku and Vegeta, and we get Gogeta, and that's amazing. But, you know, I was thinking about it after watching certain movies. I was like, wow, Dragon Ball Super Brawly just kind of took certain things from previous movies and meshed it into one. And I'm not actually mad about that. But, you know, the whole Gogeta thing, certain moves and and stuff like that. uh, Bardock and then obviously the legendary Super Saiyan Brawly. Like those are three films and Fusion Reborn is what I'm really trying to get at. There's some elements that you see in that movie now after seeing it. Because I, like I said, I've seen Dragon Ball Super Brawly, but I hadn't seen Fusion Reborn. So I don't think I could have like made the connection there. But let's just go ahead and get started with the summary of the movie. 
So now you know Majin Buu's saga, that's the short answer. Um, but the movie starts with the other world tournament going on, and we get Goku and PyCon. Okay, PyCon is one of my low-key favorite characters, uh, just for some reason. I don't know. Like There was like a moment when I was watching the show, and I think I, as a kid I got some VHS tapes, and they just so happen to show the ones with the other world and or you know with PyCon in them so if i was like oh PyCon, he's a really cool dude um <laughs> so that's just a personal opinion but we get PyCon in this movie he doesn't do a lot but he's there so anyways they're, they're having a fight blah 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 anyways we get into uh the um over in the check-in station of the other world uh where king yama He's maintaining orders between realms. He's doing his little thing. Well, there's like uh, something happens. This one demon kid, he's actually listening to music, just dancing around. He doesn't care about what he's doing, but his job is so important. I guess it cleans the souls uh, and all that. I don't know. Well, anyways, that machine breaks and boom, we get um, Janimba. But he's almost like Majin Buu. He's like really childlike super powerful and he just kind of distorts and changes reality in that dimension so everything has like jelly bean colors are bonkers in this film i, I actually really enjoyed that um but it, it <laughs> it's just kind of one of those weird stories where it's just like oh a machine that cleans souls blows up and now this like or demon type dude is going to become this thing called janimba which, uh, as we you know talk about this film, I'm gonna really start to point out how Janimba is basically Cell, Frieza, uh, and Boo all combined to make this one villain in a lot of ways. Uh, but in the other world, Goku and PyCon they're fighting, but then s stuff starts going crazy. Like in, on Earth, things start going crazy. Like the dead come back to life. We see a lot of wacky shit in this film. This one, uh, this particular dragon ball z film even though they've introduced some crazy stuff in the past this movie just kind of takes the cake i remember watching it uh, a couple nights ago and just going wow this is just crazy because yeah when janimba appears the dead just come back to life because the check-in stations closed down everything's messed up um so then we get zombies on earth we get dracula <laughs> who is out there um we get hitler which is very strange and weird that you know for a choice of bringing that individual into the story and some versions of the film uh that's been cut out he's not called you know by the name he's actually known as like the dictator in a lot of the films um but that version with the whole goten and trunks uh and hitler cartoon different thing going on on earth that whole subplot that whole story uh usually has been cut out from television episodes or versions of fusion reborn and i, I mean i understand it was just a weird creative decision plus when we do see those moments um the art style's different like the lines are thicker and everything just kind of seems like very Okay, well, this is different, but why is this necessary? I don't understand why Goten and Trunks have to have these, like, subplots 
you know, like even in Dragon Ball Super, where we don't really see a lot, but they get shoved off to take care of like Android 17's island. Spoiler alert if you aren't caught up with Super. Not a big thing, but anyways, anyways, even Frieza comes back. And what's so crazy about that is like Gohan actually has like a really cool intro, like when he sees Frieza. Frieza's like, oh shit, I'm back to life. I'm about to take over. And Gohan's doing his great Saiyan Man stuff. You know, they're out there fighting all the zombies. Uh, he's out there with Videl. And when he sees Frieza, he says something like, I am son of Goku, guardian of all that he's good. And Frieza's like, oh shit, you're Goku's son. All right, this is how I want to, you know, start off. You know, you're going to pay for the sins of your father, bro. And uh, anyways, Frieza lifts up this army and we see other characters uh, from movies that we haven't talked about yet. But like Bojack, Unbound, stuff from that. And Frieza Force and Ginyu Force and all that. Anyways, Gohan does all that flexing, flies up and takes out Frieza in one blow. Now, I've I've heard from people who have watched this and, and mentioned how when they saw this film, they were in, a, you know, a, a different point in the show. Just, you know, if we think about it, Frieza's been such a big villain in Dragon Ball Z. And Gohan, you know, he hasn't been doing a lot in the show. <laughs> and, 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 and what they've been doing with Super, I don't know, we'll see. But the fact that he just kind of flies up, bomb, punches him in the stomach, and, and freezes gone, that just was like, what the hell? You know, that shit was kind of crazy. We even get Mr. Satan fighting zombies. I mean, there's just so much crazy shit happening. Think about that. Frieza came back, Gohan took him out, Dracula's walking around, Hitler's out there, Goten and, and, and Trunks uh, fuse and make Gotenks at some point. They send out a ghost army. This movie is just wild. It's so wild. Um, so we get uh, to the part where Bulma and the others, they're trying to figure out why are the dead out here. They go and get the Dragon Balls. They, they summon Shenron. And they're like, yo, we need all the dead to go back to being dead. <laughs> That's a problem. We can't have that. And Shenron's like, oh, shit. You know, as much as I could and I'm so powerful, I would. I can't. There's something going on. Even if I did this, it wouldn't fix the problem. So the other world, we get back and we see like, oh shit, like PyCon and Goku, they need to go and figure out what's going on. They get there. They see like Janimba and everything's all crazy wacky, the jelly bean world that they're <laughs> like living in. And so like, it seems like the check-in station is like enclosed in like something. So they can't, they have to break this barrier. Um... But then we get Goku, Janimba, this whole goofy. There's a lot of comedy in this film, but they, we get them fighting and starting to try to, you know, fix everything. <laughs> and uh, it gets pretty wild. Um, it gets very crazy as far as like Janimba's abilities, like to alter and change reality in that dimension. Like he even creates another Goku to shoot a like Kamehameha back at him so it's crazy like nothing's off the table and that's like Goku at like Super Saiyan 2 and then we get Super Saiyan 3 Goku which is just raw he's just he's just not the Goku we know this is like if he the form that you would at this point yo I have to like I have to push myself like Everything is at risk. And so that's what Super Saiyan 3 means to me. Like, it's just Goku's series. He's not joking around anymore. 
Like he it's just super powerful. But um, that's not even enough. You know, he starts getting whooped on. All right, because then we get Janimba transforms into a super Janimba, which has like this. This is what I'm saying. When he walks, he has that clink clank uh, like noise. That's distinct noise that Frieza has when he walks, and even Cell. Um, it just he has a look of like Boo, and just having those transformations and that like goopy kind of transformation. Even though it's like block like, and he has like those kind of powers. He just has this look of these other villains, but he looks awesome. And Janimba as a villain, he doesn't do a lot of talking, but he even makes like this really badass sword. And like that becomes like very fucking badass to watch him fight. And uh, yeah, he starts to handle Goku. Goku, Super Saiyan 3, really can't do too much. And then boom, Vegeta comes in. Bam. Vegeta comes in, always in these movies, he's making a fucking awesome impact in these films. Just like his way of just like showing up like, ah, Goku, you can't die, bro. And um, and that's where we, you know, they fight, they can't handle Janimba, obviously. And then we get the fusion. And that's where shit just goes bonkers because, you know, <laughs> we, we, we get them not getting it down. We get like a fat Gogeta and that's funny. Um, but when we get Gogeta, Gogeta is so freaking badass. Fusions in general are dope in Dragon Ball Z. I think that was just something really cool to bring in. Like whenever you think about like, oh, what if this character and that character combined and their powers like stacked up and ah. Oh, I love Vegito, Gogeta, Gotenks. I like all the fusions, really. Gogeta's like my favorite. I don't know really why. I think it's just was his look. And when I think of Gogeta, I think like that's more Goku. And Vegito is more Vegeta. But, I, you know, I'm not sure. It's like they, their personalities switch in a way. Because this is like Goku with the personality of Vegeta. Do you guys understand? Like, am I, am I wrong on that? Like, he's more serious. Vegito is more jokey like Goku, but it was like Vegeta with that sense of humor. I don't know. Uh, what is your favorite? What is your favorite fusion form? Do you prefer Vegito over Gogeta? Let me know. Anyways, uh, the dance, everything about the fusion technique is just it's iconic at this point. But love, and, and I mean, the, mov the movie's called Fusion Reborn. You know, like this is like, what you're here to watch uh, as much as i love seeing goku and vegeta team up and work together them fusing together was just crazy and there's just so much super saiyan there's so much super saiyan like at this point in the in, in the series you know the abilities of everybody and how powerful they are and even the kids like goten and trunks able to turn super saiyan like nothing's off the table and it just felt that way when you're really trying to figure out what's going on. You're like, wow, this is a wacky Dragon Ball Z film. But I'm enjoying it because of that. <laughs> because it is so different. And we get some really cool aspects of the Dragon Ball Z series and why people like that show. And why people like these characters. And the setting, like this film in general, just kind of stands out. 
because of all the wacky designs and the LSD kind of trippy visuals that we get. And the animation is pretty good. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of the fighting scenes and the action. And, and even though Gogeta, after, so like getting back to like the summary story, they fuse, Gogeta pretty much just handles Janimba. He has like this colorful soul breaker ball that he shoots. It's like all goodness, I guess. Throws it at him and then he turns back into that demon org uh, kid that, you know, messed up at the beginning. And then the movie's over pretty much, you know. But, man, just the just the setting and the visuals, I, I just loved it. Uh, Janimba as a villain, he's okay. I love his designs. I love his abilities and his powers. Um even though he doesn't really have a personality or motives other you know kind of like boo boo was just pure chaos man like boo was just doing whatever the hell he wanted uh, frieza like had more motivations cell obviously had some motivations um janimba in a lot of ways is like boo and you can tell that this character comes from this period of the majin boo saga because it just there's so many similarities i think but I just love his design. He looks like the devil. <laughs> like he has his badass sword. And him like changing dimensions and like his arm comes out and punches from like out of nowhere. And he's able to like manipulate everything. I thought that was really cool. Um, and like I said, it's like they took aspects of Cell, Frieza, and Boo. And they kind of morphed it into one character. Um, the zombies and all that stuff going on on Earth, even though you can do without, it just kind of adds to like how crazy shit is going on. Not only in this movie particular, but just in Dragon Ball Z. Like you know, like they we've gotten to a point where there's zombies and you know different aspects that at a certain point you can't keep doing the same shit. And I applaud Fusion Reborn for doing different things, even if some of them have kind of backfired on them. But honestly, I mean, because of what what takes place, because of the look and feel of the film, like this has a very memorable look from the settings to to the characters in Gogeta. Like this is like the only film up until Dragon Ball Super Brawly. I think this is the only time you ever see Gogeta in the series, right? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. So like this is one of those films. It was just kind of like a landmark. If you watch it for any other reason other than just watch it to see Gogeta. Um, but I still kind of feel like the Trunks and Goten subplot was unnecessary. Uh, just maybe if they didn't change up the art style, maybe if they went about it a little bit different, what if they had all these different villains? Like there's a lot of possibilities when you're telling me that all these beings are back from the dead. Like they could have done more with Gohan. They could have done more with everything on earth and, and they would have kind of amped up the movie because when we transition to that story, this is when the movie kind of is like, I don't care. Get, give, get me back to Janimba, Goku, Vegeta, and Pycon. And, and, and even Pycon shouting insults. <laughs> That's one of Janimba's like, uh, you know, weaknesses, right? That's where it felt really like boo like too. So, um, but one of the things I want you guys to do, and I didn't really take any notice of this until somebody had pointed it out, but when you see Gogeta in this film, literally, literally half of his face is Goku. I think it's like the right side. And then the other half is literally Vegeta. 
Like if you take your hand and you cover up that part of the screen, cover up half of his face, and you'll be able to tell like the difference. Then when you look at Gogeta, it will, it will never be the same. But he still has like this this um, look and feel of like one singular character, and I love that. I love how the voices kind of echo each other when when characters do fusion. I thought that was really cool. Instead of giving them like a brand new voice. They do, but it's a combination of the two individuals who have fused. Now, if you're a fan of like all of the other characters in Dragon Ball Z, you'll probably be a little disappointed because um, Piccolo, Krillin, Tian, Yamcha, all those other guys, they're not here. And that sucks. But, I mean, at this point in the game, at that point in Dragon Ball Z, it was a uh, Super Saiyan show. You know, and there's a lot of Super Saiyans. Um, but I have to say that this movie, out of all of the ones that I have seen and talked about here on Wonder Soul, and even the ones that I haven't talked about yet but I have seen, I gotta say that Fusion Reborn is one of my favorites now. It was just a fun, wacky experience. And I know, depending on what version you see, because I know that this particular uh, film has a bunch of different uh, variations of it, uh, depending on what country, language, and edited, all that. Either way, I still think that you're going to be impressed by the action, the animation, and the colors and the visuals. Like, Janimba is more of a memorable villain, even though he has, like, little <laughs> dialogue. Then, like, individuals like Lord Slug and Garlic Jr., you know, even though I praise those beginning Dragon Ball Z movies at that stage, I think those were awesome for the time. The animation was on point and the uh, ideas were pretty original. But then we see how, I don't want to use this word, but kind of how stale certain tropes Get. like if you're not a fan of dragon ball z and even for fans and i can't speak for everyone you know you kind of get tired of seeing the same old things happen and i think that's why it's important moving forward uh they wanted to try new things but also use some of these awesome characters and ideas that came from the movies like with super i think that they're really heading in a different weird direction but it's good for the series um and I think Fusion Reborn was just kind of like the the uh, cherry on top. Uh, for being the 12th film, I think they did a really good job of being different, but not being different like in the way of Wrath of the Dragon, which is one of my least favorite ones. Even though they kind of have similarities, you get great Saiyaman, you get a lot of that stuff. It just felt like, you know, a lot of the same tropes were even kind of used there. You get Vegeta showing up and he's like, hey... What I say, Kakarot? You know, you're not going to die on my watch. You know, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but, man, this film, regardless, um, it's a wacky and crazy experience. And it's visually pleasing to the eyes, uh, animation, action, and colors. I, I just really like the vibe of Fusion Reborn. And I hope you guys see what I'm talking about, especially when they go to hell and Janimba and Goku are fighting and then, you know, Vegeta and Gogeta and Pycon. But the jelly bean circle shapes and all that, it just, I really enjoyed that. And I felt like it left more of a visual stamp um, in my mind due to certain scenes and, and certain characters like Janimba and Gogeta. Um, so I'm going to give this movie a, oh man, 
I, I, I am going to say, like, if you were to ask me right after watching it, seven Dragon Balls out of seven, okay? So, like, top tier. One of my favorites. The best. Th though a lot of those statements are still true, I think, like, after letting it settle on my mind before recording, I, I would say it's a six out of seven. Um, just because it's a hard movie to pitch to anybody who has no background on Dragon Ball Z. You know, you plug into the story at that point, shit's just crazy, you know? So it might be hard to follow. I think you would still enjoy it, but you wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, but in the subplots, not that I hated them, just the fact that I feel like they missed out on a lot of opportunity there with bringing back the dead and, and spending more time with, like, them fighting on Earth and maybe having more of a struggle because every character on the good side kind of seems like they just kind of steamroll I mean, Gohan kills Frieza in one punch. I mean, come on. He's not even Super Saiyan. Give Frieza a little bit more credit. I don't know if, like, he's weak because he's been in hell, but I'm not sure. Somebody help me understand that. But, so, I will have to give Fusion Reborn, the 12th film of Dragon Ball Z, a 6 Dragon Balls out of 7. So, this is still one of my favorites. Uh, definitely one of the more enjoyable ones as far as just being funny crazy to look at and just the, a lot of the cool set pieces and action that we get in the climax uh so yeah go check it out if you haven't seen this dragon ball z film fusion reborn please do um you can get it in a combo set uh i'm not i don't think it's on funimation or any of the streaming but correct me if i'm wrong i had to watch it somewhere else and and yeah guys i hope you enjoy it um i hope you guys have been enjoying the series and if you have seen fusion reborn uh where does it stand among the ones that we've talked about so far and where does it place in your your top five your top ten out of all of these dragon ball z movies and we still got a handful more to talk about but I'm happy to be back doing this series and trying to be more consistent with it. So thank you guys for your patience and thank you for supporting Wonder Soul Z. And reminder here to go check out our Twitter page where we've been doing polls now and allowing you, the listeners, to vote for what's the next movie that we talk about in this series, in this mini-series. So with all of that being said... Thank you guys for supporting Wonder Soul. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if this was your first Wonder Soul episode, please go check out our previous episodes, not only in Wonder Soul Z, but in the rest of the catalog. We have a lot of different anime-centered uh, episodes and a variety of content from video games, movies, to real-life stuff. I mean, just go ahead and check it out and let me know what you guys like. And until next time in Wonder Soul Z, you guys do good and take care. Thank you for listening to Wonder Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wonder Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support. Wonder Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.